0: what's up guys welcome back to another edition of the DNBR rams podcast presented by chevalier mortgage a lot to talk about we're going to dive into the air force game from this afternoon uh, timmy chang is gone to hawaii hired as the head coach at his alma mater big time opportunity for him so it's it's a bummer for the rams and you know we'll talk about that but also just kind of got to be happy for him and- all-time Hawaii quarterback coming back to save his program. That's a, that's a pretty cool story. So a lot to talk about today. Before we dive into that, I want to shout out the friends over at Chevalier Mortgage. Their ultimate goal is to take the stress out of buying and refinancing. They strive to give their borrowers options with their full financial picture in mind with the highest level of integrity, always putting their borrowers first. Something to keep in mind for our homeowners with prices going up, it's creating natural equity in your home If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that and make the bubble work for you. If you're in the buyer's market, you know how stressful trying to buy a house is right now. I mean, especially in Colorado. It's just it's crazy out here. Let Mike and Virginia Chevalier take the burden off this extremely difficult process. They're gonna alleviate so much stress. Just take some of that worry off your plate. They have a fun perk for DNVR listeners. Go to DNVRmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. You can also call Mike directly at 970-412-2472, or again, just go to dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS 1910631. All zero six three right, let's, let's first talk about the news, which is that Timmy Chang who was the recently hired wide receivers coach for Colorado State, came over with Jay Norvell from Nevada, has been hired by Hawaii to take over at head coach. Obviously been a brutal stretch for that program. I mean, just a ton of negative headlines, had players transferring out to Wazoo, um, not out to Wazoo. (laughs) Um, Anyways, it, it was just a mess out there. And now they get Timmy Chang, you know, the the hometown boy, the to, to come home one of the program's all-time great quarterbacks to kind of rescue the day and and there's a lot to dive into, you know, I think some CSU fans will naturally be upset. Some fans just can't ever get over when, you know, somebody moves on for a different opportunity, but I do think that the 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 vast majority understand that this is just an opportunity that you can't really turn down. I mean, to to go from wide receiver coach to head coach is not exactly a jump that happens very often. And obviously, this is a, a job that's very special to Timmy. You know, he he played there. It's his program. He grew up with Hawaii football. And to see everything that's happened, I'm I'm sure that that really hurt him. And now, you know, he has an opportunity to be that guy to, to come home and, and really reach like legendary status. He already is a legend for his playing career. If he can you know, resurrect Hawaii football as a coach now too. He's going to be one of the most popular guys of all time. And you know, more than anything, on on top of it, just being a, a great opportunity, it's it's basically a, a position where you can't really fail if you're Timmy Chang. I mean, if he goes in there and he's you know unable to succeed there, I think everybody's going to look at it and be like, you know, look what he was walking into. You know, the there are people publicly calling for the AD to resign, their coach did resign, you know, twenty plus players transfer now. Like what an absolute disaster. Nobody would have been able to succeed there. He's only forty years old, you know, it's if if it doesn't work out, it's not going to be a career killer or, or anything like that by by any means unless it's, you know, due to scandal or something like that, which just doesn't seem very likely based on, you know, what I've learned about Timmy Chang over the last four or five weeks. On top of that though, you know, the fans they're they're going to be so much more patient with him. Than they ever would have been, you know, a Todd Graham, which, you know, fair or not, that's just the rea- reality. I I said the same thing about Tony Alford. You know, I think whether Tony Alfred was actually the best candidate or not, he is the candidate that CSU fans would have been the most patient with just because, you know, that's their guy. It's their hometown guy coming back, you know. They would have given him the benefit of the doubt. They would have given him more time than somebody, you know, they were skeptical about from the start, which is, you know, basically what happened here with Adazio. And also out there with Todd Graham it's it's one of the few jobs in the country Hawaii where you pretty much exclusively have to hire from a pool of candidates with with ties people that played at Hawaii people that coached at Hawaii people that have regional ties cuz you have to be able to pull you know a lot of local talent they don't have a big time athletic budget you know they can't afford to be flying all over you know the US and back it's just you know very limited resources and so you have to you have to hire a guy that can operate under those tight constraints and also, you know, embrace the regional culture and, and you know, get drum up local support. And Todd Graham just couldn't do any of that. And it, again, you know, it's it goes back to why you have to hire guys that have ties to Hawaii. And that's basically what they're doing this time around. You know, it was either going to be June Jones, the former Hawaii coach, or it was going and actually Timmy Chang's coach. Or it was going to be, you know, Timmy Chang, or you know, one of the other former Hawaii assistants that are that are currently out there. They did actually offer the job to to June Jones first. He turned it down. It, that turned into a, a public mess. You know, it sounds like they were only going to give him a two year deal, and then you know, Chang probably would have came over as his offensive coordinator, and then you know, the plan would have been for Chang to take over after that. Jones said, you know, no, it doesn't sound like he had a problem with Chang being, you know, the the planned guy to secede him I think it was more just how he felt a two-year deal was was disrespectful and to be honest I, I do think there's an argument to that I understand that universities don't hire 68 year old coaches very often but if you believe in the guy enough to to offer him the job you know offer him the job you know you can't really you can't build a college football program and with two-year constraints it's just it's not realistic so I understand why he said no to that but then, you know, the AD had to, like, release a statement and, and calm everybody down because people were pissed off because he had then, you know, disrespected a local legend. And it's just been a train wreck out there altogether. And and because of that, I will say it, it feels like the chances of Chang succeeding, especially early, are, are pretty slim. I, I do believe he's a really good coach. And by everything that I've been told about him, you know, he's a really good recruiter, really talented football coach, obviously you know, one of the best college football quarterbacks of all time, those late night whack games, but he's definitely not, you know, walking into a a cakewalk. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll kind of have to see how this, this ordeal plays out. It feels like everybody on the CSU staff is really, really happy for him. And, and that's a great sign. You know, I've had some people on Twitter, reach out, you know, asking, is he going to poach a bunch of people? I doubt it. You know, you might see him take somebody that's lower on the staff and give them a promotion and if that happens, you kind of just got to be happy for them. I mean, all these guys obviously have really tight-knit relationships. They've been working together for a half decade. So I think a lot of that stuff is a little bit more nuanced than, you know, people on the outside think. And to be honest, like, I just, I don't really see a scenario where, you know, Chang tries to poach a bunch of players or anything like that. I think, you know, Jane orvel has been his mentor, you know, at, at the coaching level, a guy that really gave him his first big opportunity at the FBS level, I just I don't I don't see him then turning around and you know taking his guys. It just it seems very unlikely to me. You never know, I guess. And yeah, I don't know that would that would provide some some interesting drama, but it, it it just does not seem like it just does not seem like that's what Chang would do. And honestly, beyond that, and and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way because I was very excited to have Timmy Chang in Fort Collins. I think he's a very promising future, and I do think he is going to be a good coach. You know, I people are coming to Fort Collins because they want to play in the air raid. They want to play for Jay Norvell. They want to play under Matt Mummy. Having Chang was probably great for the rela- relationship in the wide receiver room and, and all of that stuff. But, you know, I'm, I don't think he was necessarily like the main driving force for the vast majority of these guys. I, I don't know that. You know, I can't speak to, you know, certain individuals. Obviously, wide receivers that came over from Nevada were were probably pretty tight with him. You're gonna be around your wide receivers coach a lot. If you absolutely hated your wide receivers coach, I doubt you would then transfer to that program where you know the coach you you dislike has accepted a new job. so i'm I'm sure that Chang had a good relationship with all these Nevada guys. I'm sure he had a good relationship with some of the prep guys that they they helped recruit. But ultimately, I do think that it's the air raid, the offense, and you know, playing for norvell and and Mummy that that really, has you know the vast majority of these kids excited. You know it's it's not a slight on Chang, and I do think he would have been a really valuable part of the staff. And I was really excited to have him here, and and all that stuff. I just I'm not I'm not worried about CSU getting gutted or anything like that. I saw some Nevada fans kind of tweeting stuff like that. You know like oh man, I I really hope Timmy Chang you know guts CSU now. And again, I don't think that's the type of guy he is. I don't think he would do that to Norvell and Mummy and and all these coaches that he's worked with for a half decade. But also beyond that, I think that Nevada fans are just failing to recognize why this was able to happen. You know, Nevada has been winning a lot more consistently than CSU. The reason that CSU was able to gut Nevada was because CSU has way more resources than Nevada and they have way more resources than Hawaii as well. Um, but, you know, sometimes logic is, is going to get trumped by emotion. And I certainly understand why the Wolfpack fans hate CSU and are, are rooting for the, the demise of the Rams. From CSU's perspective, it, it definitely does suck to to lose a wide receivers coach, and you know it's it's going to be interesting to see kind of how fast the the Rams act. I guess there's really not you know a huge hurry up until you know you really start working on the field, but I'm sure they want to just kind of get that locked down and established. And I'm sure it's going to be a a position with a ton of interest. You know, Jay Norvell, Matt Mummy, I think being a, a wide receivers coach in the air raid would would have its perks, especially when you have wide receivers that are going to be putting up big stats and then you in turn get credited for it because you're their position coach. So I'm sure you know he'll have plenty of options. I I've seen a lot of people on Twitter clamoring for for Alvis Witted. That would be awesome. I would say I would be very surprised by that considering he's employed in the the Big 10. I just why why would you leave for less money in a smaller conference? I I understand that he's loyal to CSU and and he loved his time here and he did a lot of great things here and I'm sure that he would really get along with with Norvell and Mummy, but still, I mean, there there are things that just don't really make sense. And taking less money for the same position at a smaller school in a smaller league, that just doesn't make sense to me. You know, CSU allegiances or not. Like I said, though, I'm I'm really interested to see you know who Norvell brings in here. Whether it's somebody he's already worked with, you know, whether it's somebody that we have no idea of. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting cuz it's obviously a very desirable position. A lot of really talented wide receivers in that room. They've recruited the position well. It it's going to be going to be kind of fun, you know. I I like all this stuff. <laughs> um I will say from from the last thing from CSU's perspective, the the least ideal part about this whole thing aside from CSU having to replace the wide receiver coach yet again. This is like the fifth and four years or or something like that. It's it's really starting to rack up. It's, it's just the fact that, obviously, Timmy Chang knows the the ins and outs of, you know, how CSU is going to run this program. So it will be interesting when you get those head-to-head matchups, you know, going to be a, a lot of chess being played. But that's also fun, you know, and and it's clear that the staff here is happy for Timmy Chang, and I think most Ram fans are as well. It's It's a great opportunity for him. I certainly wish him well. Wish that I would have at least gotten to work, you know, with him out here for one season, gotten to know him a little bit better. But we follow each other on Twitter, so maybe we can get him on, you know, the podcast at some point, ask him what sold him on CSU and 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 just, you know, the the position that he got put in. I don't think anybody blames him, you know, for, for taking a, a big promotion, especially at his alma mater. But it would just be interesting to kind of talk it through with with him and, and hear how this whole thing went down. Um all right, let's let's talk about the Air Force basketball game. But before we do, we're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, you can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet $5, get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If you're not a new customer, that's okay. You can get in on the action of the divisional round with the same game parlay. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet $5, win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That promo code DNVR for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Speaking of DraftKings, it's time to give you my DraftKings Pick of the Week. And I'm, I'm rolling with the Bills, man. I've, they're my favorite team to watch. I think Josh Allen is explosive. I think his running ability is, is really going to be tough for Kansas City to stop. And I also think that secondary is pretty suspect. You know, I think he's going to be able to stretch the field. Obviously, winning an Arrowhead is, is always a tough task. But, you know, I, I like his opportunity. We'll, we'll have to see. I'm pulling for the Bills. That's my DraftKings pick of the week. Bills money line, plus 100 on the road at Arrowhead, taking down the Chiefs. These games have been a ton of fun watching the 49ers Cowboys now. I don't know about you guys, but anything I can get delivered to me, I'm all for it. What's even better is CBD-infused Strava Crab Coffee, the ultimate gift at this time of year. You can get it delivered straight to your door. Or, you know, if you have friends, loved ones, colleagues, maybe they suffer from migraines, joint pain, IBS, get some get them some CBD-infused Strava shipped straight to their door. They're gonna thank you guys. Strava is giving our listeners 25% off their entire purchase when you use the code DNVR25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use the code DNVR25 at checkout. They also have a subscription option, which whenever you subscribe to Strava, it means that you're never gonna to have to buy a coffee in the store again. It's gonna land on your doorstep every two, four, six, or eight weeks, whatever you prefer. You're gonna get 25 or 20% off your CBD infused coffee every single time. Strava offers CBD-infused decaf coffee, so if that's more down your lane, take advantage. If you've never had it, come by the DNVR bar. We have their incredible cold brew on tap. It's so smooth. You are going to love it. Come check it out. Go to stravacraftcoffee.com. Use that code DNVR25. Get 25% off your entire purchase. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, CSU, 15-1. Best 16-game start in program history. Congratulations to Nico Medved and the guys. This team just continues to impress. Big-time 20-point win over Air Force. The defense was phenomenal. Almost almost doubled up the spread, which is really impressive considering Air Force has been great at home. Offensively, CSU started a little slow in this one again. Missed a lot of open jump shots. That, that continues to be a problem, especially from deep. I will say, I just I don't think there's any reason to panic. They're They're getting good looks. They're sharing the basketball. I feel like the offense has flowed really well the last couple of games. With how good a shooters these guys are, and and how good they've proven to be, the numbers in, in the long term are going to even out, and then really they even out against Air Force. I mean, fifty-seven percent from the field is pretty good. Thirty-five percent from 3 point is not phenomenal, but it's not awful either. Ended up going six of seventeen. You know, you'd like to be above forty, but that's just not always that realistic. Sometimes the shots aren't falling. Uh, Thirteen to nineteen at the free throw line is good, not great. Usually, CSU is better than that too many turnovers as well, you know, had nine in the second half, which was a little bit surprising. A lot of them were, were kind of late when the game was out of hand, but the Rams are are going to want to clean that up for sure. Um, really, really strong game from from Isaiah Stevens in this one. He, he was phenomenal in the second half, guys. He had 18 points, 8 of 10 from the floor, but he was 5 of 5 from the floor in the second half, hit a 3, hit a couple of big mid-range shots, was able to make some big-time layups. He's just so composed, you know, when the game is on the line, there are few people that, you know, you really trust more than Isaiah Stevens and David Roddy and the killer instinct, the The ability to just take over a game at any moment is, is so significant. You know, the, the Rams, that's just kind of what they've, they've lacked over the years. They've had guys that really good scores and, and did have that, you know, Gian Clavel could get going. And it was one of those situations where defenses just couldn't do anything, but that was more just like hitting crazy shots from deep these guys, they can they can create for themselves all over the floor. They can get to the rim. They can create in the mid-range. And and not that Gian couldn't do that either, because he was a phenomenal talent, one of my favorite guys to ever watch in Moby Arena. Um it's it's just a different level of consistency and efficiency out of these two. They obviously look to facilitate a lot more as well, you know, a little bit more a little bit more willing to share the rock. You know, that was ultimately I think what always cost Gian a, a chance in the NBA was his skills are so best suited to just be that ball dominant guy that, you know, takes twenty shots a game and is just the the main creator in your offense and and mostly creates for himself. To be an NBA guy though, he would have had to be more of, you know, a role player, you know, kind of buying into, you know, being three and D and then just doing the dirty work. Kind of like what Chandler Jacobs has done at CSU after, you know, coming over from Dallas Baptist, where he was the superstar. You know, you just you gotta carve out your role when you're not the guy and it was never surprising to me that his skills didn't really translate into, you know, taking a diminished role. He's just one of those guys where his game is best when he's touching the basketball and he's getting shots up and he's doing his thing. And, and that's okay. You know, it's a lot of fun to watch. He's having a ton of success overseas. Anyways, got a little bit sidetracked there, but like I said, Isaiah Stevens, he was great. David Roddy was really good in this one as well. 14 points, five of six from the floor, two or two from three. He, his ability to consistently drain threes especially like at the top of the key it's just been so huge because you have to respect it you have to respect his jump shot because like in that creighton game if you don't he's just gonna keep draining them on you over and over again but if you do he's gonna drive on you had the the best in-game dunk I've seen any ram throw in a couple of years man that was awesome you know that that one hand I don't know if it constitutes as a tomahawk or not I don't think so because he didn't really wind it back but a really impressive dunk. I actually got in a, an argument with some of my CU coworkers. You know, they were trying to diminish it, saying it wasn't that impressive of, of a dunk. In game, I just I disagree. You know, it was explosive. And when you have the guy cowering under you, I mean, the photo says it all. <laughs> that poor Air Force kid is is never gonna live that moment down. The the photo of him just tucking under as David goes over him is hilarious. But I just feel like the Rams really stepped on the throat in this one. I feel like they kind of closed this one out with authority. And, and that's what you got to do against a team like Air Force, right? You know, work through the kinks. Eventually, the shots started to fall. They played inside out. Again, I did think the ball movement was great despite too many turnovers. CSU continues to to just eat in the paint. You know, I think that's four straight games where they've just completely dominated with with their paint production. And they're doing a good job of keeping their opponents out of the paint, which that's gonna be big, you know, when you go up against Graham EK and Wyoming and some of these big guys. So that's always encouraging to see as is their consistency on the glass. They continue to out-rebound teams. Maybe give up a few too many offensive rebounds just because, you know, the Rams like to create opportunities and transition, but I don't have a problem with it. And ultimately, you know, you just you can't be upset about a game in which you went on the road one by 20 the eighth consecutive victory over an in-state rival. You nearly doubled up the spread. You led for 38 minutes, nine seconds. Like it was just a, it was exactly what CSU should have done against air force. Um, ton of Ram fans at clean arena, which is always cool to see make it Moby South love that the, the bench guys continue to, to score. I mean, you get 15 out of John Tanjay in 17 minutes, four or five from the floor. That was awesome to see. He hasn't been quite as efficient as a whole since that break, but He's one of those guys that has, has definitely earned the benefit of the doubt. And he had a tremendous game in this one. Chandler Jacobs, I thought was was great defensively. He really played the key in in the in the win against New Mexico. But, you know, we got eight more points out of Isaiah Rivera, perfect three of three from the field. He actually got a little bit of extended run in this one because Isaiah Stevens uncharacteristically picked up a couple of early fouls, a little ticky tacky, if you ask me. Um Rivera, you know, he did show his inexperience a couple times, got called for a couple early fouls himself, but he worked through it. And then he was able to stay on the floor, you know, and and I thought that was really impressive after getting called for two fouls. And I think it was the first four minutes he was able to play the final 15 minutes defensively without picking one up. And that's growth, you know, and and that's what they're going to need. They have to be able to trust him and Jalen Lake on that defensive end if they're going to be playing key minutes down the stretch here. And I think, you know continuing to get him these stretches like they did against air force, like they did against New Mexico and at San Jose state, or it's just going to be so valuable down the line from a confidence standpoint and, and just an experience standpoint, you know, there's no substitute for, for live game experience. I'm not going to go on and on about this game because, you know, it was dominant. It was exactly what CSU was supposed to do, but you know, it's just good to see the Rams back to their winning ways back on a winning streak. They've got a couple of really big home games coming up before they have to go to Wyoming on the 31st and you know I think this four game stretch here is really going to tell us a lot about CSU and I think you got to go 3 and 1 um that that you got to find a way to beat San Diego State at home but you got to go at least 3 and 1 over these four just to to kind of keep pace you know San Diego State fell earlier to Boise State in a really weird game Wyoming was able to survive New Mexico so a lot of teams just you know playing winning basketball and the Rams are going to have to continue to do the same uh, I will continue to make content. We have the David Roddy event coming up on Wednesday, the twenty sixth. RSVP to that on our Eventbrite. You can find that on social media. Sign in DNVR Roddy shirt's going to be a blast. Come out to the Shields in Johnstown, five to seven p.m. Again, that is Wednesday. And then on Thursday at the DNVR Bar, there's actually a young CSU alumni event uh, from five thirty to seven. Your first drink is free, guys. We're going to have discounted CSU shirts for sale come through should be a, f- a really fun time. Looking forward to seeing some of you out there. Um, yeah, we got the GOATies next week. So all kinds of fun DNVR stuff. It's a really great time to become a member. Check out all of our premium content. You know, follow on the Broncos coach search. Nicole Jokic and the Nuggets, the avs are insane right now. Like 15 straight home wins. It's it's incredible. It's really exciting time to be a local sports fan. Pretty much outside of, I mean the Rockies of the Rockies, but Pretty much outside of CU, it's going pretty well as a whole, I would say. There's at least reason for optimism amongst all these fan bases. And, you know, as CSU fans, ain't got no problem with that. All right, that's all we have today. Thank you to everybody that listens to the DMVR Rams podcast presented by Schwallier Mortgage. Stay safe out there. Stay warm. Much love. Peace. I only seem to write when the words, they don't come to me I'm staring at this page and I swear it stares back at me Read between the lines, see the blank and all the happenings It's been 35 and I ain't even wrote like half a thing Rhymes that make sense but more lines that didn't I was walking with my headphones, heavy bumping pivots, Simplistic white pages, they dreamin' we were famous They say they like the cadence, mark the summers like cicadas features those ain't favors my mood rings an alligator spit like vader with the saber steady kicking it like prater staring at white paper it's habitual behavior check the flavor that's some sage advice but confidence a great disguise and certain lines are idolized like yeah i'm fine and i don't mind it's out of sight it's out of mind and i've been dwelling on my past just to see what i can find lost and found memories of places i designed in my imagination's different now but i swear that.